Welcome to the Cashflow Guys Podcast. It's that time again, and let me start by saying I am so sorry for leaving you guys hanging last week and having to cut that episode short, but there is so much value going to be in this episode. I didn't want you guys to wreck your cars, fill up your legal pads. There's just tons of value, and I wanted to give it to you in bite-sized chunks. And I realize that we probably came at you last week talking to Amanda Young like we were using a fire hose to deliver information. But guys, we've got more coming this week, more value in this episode. Let, I'm going to go ahead and shut up and just roll this episode. You ready? Let's make it happen. Here we go. Yeah. So I'll talk about another deal for as an example. So my um, fourth or fifth rental, I'm not sure that I bought. It was, I was out driving for dollars, right? driving through the neighborhoods. I saw a house with a for sale by owner sign wrote in pencil. In pencil. In pencil. They get that it rains in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It had worn off so much that I, ha- I had to like get out of the car and <laughs> 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 you know, read the sign up close. Take and a picture like, of black this and white. thing and... is wrote in pencil. Who does that? Right. You know? So I called, made an appointment, went and met with the owners. They were in a family situation where they had to move. And you didn't just send them a text saying, what's your best Mm-mm. bottom deal? No, showed up, huh. met them at the house, hugs. Hi, I'm Amanda. Oh my gosh, your kid is so cute. And that's the truth. The kid was cute. Right. <laughs> you weren't lying about <laughs> no that? No lying. No, no, no. If it was ugly, would you tell them? No, gosh. <laughs> yeah, we didn't, you wouldn't say anything. That's right. Yeah. But you build a, a relation. I built a relationship with this couple and their children, their adult children. Right. So much so that one of the adult children works at a restaurant local to me. And when I go into that restaurant, they hug and kiss on me and tell me where they're at in life and how their kids are doing and how their parents are doing. So I have built a lasting relationship with these people. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was able to figure out that this older couple really wanted supplemental income. Okay. So... It wasn't so much that they wanted a big fat check to sit in the bank because I explained to them what. So I, I realize, you know, now why you're having to move and what the deal is. But if I give you if we take the check, I'm going to give you. Are you what are you going to do? Are you going to put that in the bank and live off of it? Yeah, that's what we plan on doing. Well, the bank's not paying you anything. I don't know if you know. This, yeah, in case, but, you, in case you wondered. In case you wonder, <laughs> the bank is not going to pay you anything. What if we talk about where you hold the note and I just pay you every month? You know, what do you need every month to live on? You know, what is it? And so we went back and forth and negotiated. We negotiated a deal, a purchase price of, I think it was 68000 right. on a 20-year note at 6%. And I put 5000 cash down as a positive. That's not even 5%. That's outstanding. That's like an FHA mm-hmm. deal from a seller. I tried to get it within zero out of my pocket, but they were like, well, we really feel like we need some cash up front. I'm like, okay, how much cash would you like? <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I'm taking notes. <laughs> this is killer. And again, went and got a lawyer who drew up the notes. But they cost money, Amanda. They do. I paid for all that. My it was goodness. it was minimal. I mean, a few hundred bucks, maybe. See, guys, you're not hiring Johnny Cochran, for God's sake. All you got to do is just hire a regular attorney. What do they charge? A couple hundred bucks. You just set it to draft the paperwork. Do, do all the paperwork. Actually, did the closing remotely, too. Okay. Remote through, closing. Through the lawyer. And yeah, it was it was seamless. It was pretty easy, actually. Do you still own that property? Still own that property. Yep. And it's 68 grand. That's got to be. That's a home run as a rental. Mm-hmm. I pay my note. PITI is like four 
$4,460 a month. It's $1,200, rented $1,200 a month right now. The nice three, two. Job. I'd high five you, but we'd make noise with the microphone. <laughs> You're too far away. Three, two block, built in 1970. Oh my gosh. ARV on that house is well over 100K. It's but right closer now, to 200K. Yeah. No, actually, because it, it's, it's in probably like a C plus neighborhood. Okay. So what? 100. Uh, probably between 120 and 130 is my nice. guess. If I were to put it on the market, that's what I would list it as. So I like what you said there. You have so much value packed in that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a nugget. I'd call that a gold pile. <laughs> you first, you established rapport that didn't happen in the first meeting. Mm -mm. I assume. No, no, no. So you didn't try to negotiate with text messaging. You didn't walk in there and tell them that you're part of some big real estate conglomerate, right? Mm -hmm. You were honest with them. And, and at the time you, you didn't have $68,000 in your purse, mm -mm. right? You didn't have $68,000 in your checking account. Actually, at the time, I wasn't even sure if I had to put a note on it through a bank, the bank would give me a note because by now, by this time I had, I think four or five mortgages. So you've got, so you're out there negotiating and you don't have the money to write a check for this deal. Mm -mm. You don't really know exactly where the money's going to come from when you're negotiating mm -mm. to do this deal. No. Yet you did it anyway. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell them that you had the money because you didn't, because that'd be a lie. You instead focused on their issues. Right. And by doing so, they started to trust you. Right. And then at that point, what you explained, you found out what they're going to do with the money. I love that you said that. First thing I ask you when they submit a deal for review, it's like, what are they going to do with the money? And they go, um, it's like, well, go back and find out what they're going to do with the money. Mm -hmm. So now you know what they're going to do with the right. money. So you can then build a structure, a deal that makes sense for them. Right. This is a keynote to those out there that say to me, Tyler, can you write down all the deal structures you've done? doesn't matter what I've done because mm -hmm. every deal structure that we've done has solved a different problem. Exactly. I don't know about you and you've done a lot of deals too. Have you ever run across the exact same scenario no. more than once? No, never. No. So if we did your exact same structure, could I plug that in exactly to the next deal you come across? No, the, the basic concepts are there. True. Yeah. And that's where I encourage people to show up and attend some of these RIA meetings. Right. Um, because that's where you're going to find, even if it's not at the meeting, but the networking thereafter, these, hey, I just I just created this deal. Let me tell you about how I did this. You know, you're, you're right. just going to start picking up these little tidbits of information um, that will help you in the future. If not right now, it will down the road. Trust me. But the whole thing I see here that, that keeps coming back to is you're doing this. I'm going to call it old school, which I wish I didn't have to use that term, but it, it's become old school. It comes down to building relationships, mm -hmm. identifying problems, mm -hmm. offering solutions that are within what you can actually do. So you're not writing checks with your mouth that your bank can't cash. And you're just doing good old fashioned, honest business. You look them in the face, you Absolutely. shake hands, you, you're respectful to the other people. And I will, you, I will add to that and say, I, I try to create a win-win. Ah, see. Because I'm not running a charity, let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, <sister. laughs> this is not a charity organization. I do want to make money. But when you're creating a win-win situation, maybe you take some of your profit away and give it to the seller. Right. Or even give it to somebody else for that matter, if there's somebody else involved in the deal. But when you're able to look at, okay, here's their needs. Here are my needs. Here's the deal. Let's look at the full picture of everybody involved. Now let's create something where everyone involved is going to be a winner. We're all going to make money in some capacity. And I'm, I, I don't have to make 100% of the deal. I, I don't, you know, half a deal is fine with me. Sure. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I'm still making money and I'm not going to complain about that. Well, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And well, let's talk to the backside of that. What, now you've created a lead source as well. Mm -hmm. 
because you've left those folks in a good spot. Yeah. You solved their problem. You've helped them fund whatever the situation they had at hand that needed to be funded. And you've left them better than you found them. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been my experience that when you do that, <laughs> they tend to tell people. They tell their friends, just like bad news travels fast. Well, sometimes unexpected good news travels fast, That too. is true. I, yesterday, in fact, we closed on a vacation rental. And at the closing table, interesting enough, the realtor, the, uh, the, the realtor representing the seller says, I have heard so many times on the street that you guys are so easy to work with that I really just wanted to work with you. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you just, your negotiation was already done. Essentially, that particular deal was um, an MLS deal, so we did have to do a traditional submit an offer. Sure, you know, wait. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> that, yeah, wait and stress. Wait, you know, go back and forth, which we did. Mm-hmm. So it was, and in, in the sense, it was a traditional type deal of the MLS, where there was two uh, realtors involved on both sides, and the negotiating back and forth with contracts. So in the second, in this deal that you're talking about, though, you have a partner in this one. I do have a partner. And your partner is a realtor. Yes. See? Yes. Realtors do have a function in society. Oh, I yeah. told you. Yeah. And actually, guys, realtors do invest in, some realtors invest mm-hmm. in real estate. And I know Lori, and she's a smart one. That's probably why she invests in real estate, but that's a whole other story. Let's talk about the whole partnership thing. Your mm-hmm. par- your partner is a is a realtor. She is. I'm going to have to get her on the show. Nick, I'm going to have you back. Cause this she is, is phenomenal. This is a kick-ass episode. I'm going to have your, both of you on the show okay. talk about flips. She's a realtor. Yes. So she, you guys have different job functions. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, crossover there, right? Obviously, mm-hmm. you're not playing realtor because you don't have a license, but she does the realtor functions. You guys are both out searching for opportunity. Mm-hmm. You're both willing to do the work. You try mm-hmm. to hire a lot of it. Some stuff you do yourselves. Yep. That came from probably the same way of, gee, I don't know, library, YouTube videos, whatever. You self-taught, right? You didn't go to a... You don't have a degree in contracting mm-hmm. and you're not a licensed contractor or any of no. that good stuff, but you do get quality work. You understand that and you have certain expectations. You guys have a, a split set up. Mm-hmm. You work stuff out. Mm-hmm. You solve problems again and you take your profits, you roll them in, you take some payday for yourself, roll them in, do another deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you're leveraging the benefits of her real estate license. She gets to re- leverage the, the experience that you've had because you've already made your share of mistakes that mm-hmm. she now doesn't have to make you know I th- that's huge I think that's awesome yeah partnering up was one of the best strategic moves I think I could have made so my first handful of deals was all me right I, I was the only one buying I was the only one you know hiring the contractors if I had to right figuring out the funding yeah all that stuff it was all right. me so I did my very first flip when I did that, the realtor, my realtor at the time was Lori and uh, she listed it. We sold it. So that all went really well. Right. And then after that, we're out looking for property and we come upon uh, the first deal that we actually did together. And we're looking at this property because I had, I did my first one. Now I want to, you know, go do another one. Right. It's exciting. So we just look at each other and we're like, why don't we just do one together? Okay, let's do that. that that would be crazy logical it was simple as that like why don't we you know pull together and pull our resources together let's just see how this goes let's do one and i thought we have so much fun together like we are very very different people but but we have the same goals right you know the fundamentally the same as far as the real estate goes, but clearly have a similar work ethic. Too. We have a similar work ethic. We work well together, but we we are very different people. A lot of people will say that you guys are so different. How does it work? I'm That's like, why it works. It just does. I don't yeah. know. I can't explain it. We have yeah. a, a thing. I don't know what you want to call it, but it works. Exactly. So and um so the money wise, we're fifty fifty. Every deal we do, it's 
it's 50, uh, you know, if, if it costs a hundred thousand, I'm putting in 50 and she's putting in 50 right. and then we're splitting rehab cost, And then we split the profits as well. Sometimes she does a little more work. Sometimes uh, you do a little you more know work. What? It's, sometimes it's split. It doesn't really yeah, matter at the yeah. end of the day. Um, we, it, it, I will say primarily the work is 50, 50. If right. I'm, if I'm painting, she's painting or whatever, you know, but there are times it's like a marriage. If your wife goes out of town or your husband goes out of town, the laundry still needs to be done. The dishes exactly. need to be clean. You know, the house still needs to be took care of or errands need to be ran, what have you. So when she's out of town, I'll pick pick up what needs to be done. When I'm out of town, she'll pick up what needs to be done. Interesting enough, we we were in the middle of a different flip and <laughs> we both had to have surgery on the same day. How does that even happen? <laughs> <But> <laughs> we, <laughs> we somehow Oops. ended up having to have major surgery both of us on the same day and right in the middle of a flip. So that flip kind of got put on hold for a minute. I can imagine. But you know what? It still worked. We sold that and made quite a bit of money, but but life does kind of happen and get in the way a little bit. But the, our partnership, my strategic move and getting a partner, not only has it been so much fun. Right. So exciting. You guys do have a, you can tell on Facebook, I see the videos mm-hmm. and the pictures, you guys are having a blast. It's fun. I mean, we're, we're quote unquote working, but right. you know what? We're having so much fun doing it. And, and so it doesn't really feel like work. Even finding the deals. I'll find two in a row. She'll find two in a row. Or we, we don't even care who finds it. It's just, all right, we got a deal going. Let's, let's, you know, let's run the numbers. Let's see what we're going to do. Let's go walk the property. Let's, you know, get their story. And that's, negotiating wise getting their story and figuring out their why is is so important but people like Lori and i and that's one of the huge huge it's one of the biggest negotiating um nuggets i could say is people need to like you i don't want you to be fake but you have to be genuine don't go in there nervous don't use big fancy real (laughs) real estate words these are just real people that have a real problem which you need to provide some kind of solution or multiple solutions too. So Lori and I will go in. This happened twice. This is very interesting. So we go in to meet with the seller and on two different occasions, we are the lowest bidder, but guess who wins the deal? Wait a minute. So you bid the least. We've been on two different ones. We bid the lowest. And you won. And we won. So they, they basically passed or not basically they did. They, Mm -hmm. they, they, said no to higher priced Absolutely. offers. Absolutely. And I'm not talking about a few hundred bucks. One was $10,000 and the next one was 17000 Lower. I love that. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, boys and girls, that is the power of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And that, when you structure these creative deals, you keep it ridiculously simple. Mm-hmm. I want to take a, a side note there for a second. I see this a lot, especially in the apartment space. So folks and wholesalers, take note of this. Pay attention. I see a lot of folks in the multi-family space want to be syndicators or syndicators that come from the engineering background. I love that you're smart. You've got 15 degrees and you have a pedigree. But here's the thing. (laughs) When you are in negotiations, when you start bringing out these complex words and vocabulary and spreadsheets and all this in front of the other person, Mm -hmm. you are scaring the hell out of them. Mm -hmm. It intimidates them. That's why you guys are overpaying for apartment buildings right now. Wholesalers. When you represent yourself as some big do to do and you roll on up there with your Audi and your Mr. T starter kit, that intimidates people. Mm-hmm. It scares the heck out of them. Nobody wants to negotiate with a pro. And you come over, you're a, a average, respectable American citizen. You, nobody's going to see you driving down the road in a Rolls. No. You're not showing up to the, the seller's house in a helicopter or anything like that. And you're not, your Facebook feed isn't full of a bunch of garbage. You just kind of, you're a single mom that does her thing. Yep. And you, you have a reputation of being somebody that always closes. Yes. 
And that's what gets the deals done. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I know one of the things I, I ask a couple guests, I wouldn't say a lot, but I ask a few guests because I think that when you deliver so much value, and I know the folks that are listening to this episode are probably these episodes, because I'm actually going to probably do this in two episodes. They want to give back to you because it's like you've given so much to this in, for sitting down. You're a busy person. You're doing your thing. And I didn't even add, you're also helping your significant other run a business. You're partnering with him in a whole other business on top of this. Uh, yeah. So I just want to recap real quick. You're a mom yeah. of a 16-year-old boy, which is about two jobs all in itself because <laughs> I was a 16-year-old boy and I was a lot of work. So you get that to deal with. You've got you've got your real estate business. You, you're doing some flips and you own a bunch of rentals and you partner with your boyfriend on an elevator business. Mm-hmm. mind-blowing but you still managed to get it all done and i see you guys out you traveled you travel all over the country this year I can't, try. you can't say that i'm living your dream because you're already <laughs> doing it i'm just doing it more <laughs> it's i difference. work hard so i can travel <laughs> that's right amen sister i love that I, you're just killing it so i'm going to ask you the one question that i only ask a few of my guests and what can the cash flow guys community do to help you what is the one thing that we can do? People listen to this episode that want to do something to help you, to take you to the next level. How can they do that? I think a couple of things. I'm always, always looking for private lenders. Okay. Most of my flips and my deals, I use my own capital. Right. I use our our partnership capital. Sure. And if I have to, I will use hard money. Okay. But I do have a couple of free and clear properties that I would um, love to eventually put a private note on okay. so so I can pull some money out and go do more deals. So you're willing to give lean positions, uh, put a, record a mortgage or a lean mm-hmm. position mm-hmm. against real estate that you already own that's yes. free and clear yes. in exchange for some capital Yeah, that you would then use for other flips. That's a pretty clean deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? I'm always obviously looking for deals. Right. So... <laughs> so I primarily look just in Hernando County. I will go to Pasco and Citrus. I have a, a certain lifestyle and um, certain responsibilities, namely my son who's on two soccer teams and the elevator company that, that I run. So that doesn't afford me the time to drive an hour or two to deals. Right. I try to keep it very, very close to home. All my deals are less than 15 minutes maybe away except for the vacation home the vacation home is 20 minutes (laughs) but i do try to keep it very close so if you have deals in hernando pasco or citrus please send them my way um i am not afraid of sinkholes in fact i love them so send me all your sinkhole deals i would love that and i'm always we're always looking for contractors good workers good help people that will show up when they say they're going to show up i run the local Spring Hill Investor Meetup, and it is a constant thing amongst yeah, finding local good contractors. investors. Is finding yeah. good contractors. That's ten episodes so, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So reach out to me if you're in that area, and um, um, yeah, I, I love speaking with people. I love helping people, especially other ladies. I love encouraging or providing some input as far as how to get started or, you know, what do I do? I want to do a deal. How do I go about it? I love, I'll get on the phone and, and help whoever I have to. In fact, it drives away nuts if I'm on the phone very late. With <laughs> people call me all the time and they're, I don't know what to do. I have this deal. What should I do? Or I want to get started. Uh, I, I find great enjoyment in that. So people are welcome to reach out to me nice. and I will help anybody who wants to, to either get started or stuck or what have you. 
I don't have all the answers, but I will try to help. Right. Well, you, yeah, you've done enough already where you're more skilled than 99% of the other folks out there. That's for sure. So probably the best way to reach you is what through maybe your through email or bigger pockets or I am on bigger pockets, so I'm not an active member so much in the past couple of years. Me either, but that's where we met. Oh, I think, is that where it was? That's where it was. Yeah. Okay. So so I'm not as active. I I apologize. Bigger pockets. (laughs) Don't apologize. I haven't been on their podcast yet. So I'm mad at them. Shame on them. Sorry. (laughs) But, but I am on there. If you send me a message through bigger pockets, I'll, it will take me a minute to get back to you because I don't often go on there, but I would say the biggest, the easiest way to reach me, I'll give out my email. How's that? That's cool. Amanda, A-M-A-N-D-A, D as in David, Young. Y O U N G one two three at gmail.com. So that's Amanda D as in David mm-hmm. Young, Y O U N G one two three at Gmail. Gmail.com. And for those of you listening, either of you listening off the Cashflow Guys website or one of the podcast players that delivers show notes, I will put those that email address down in the show notes. And I can also link your social media if you want me to. Sure. That'll um, be fine. Facebook. People, people you can, can find me you. on Facebook. I am on LinkedIn, although I'm not as active on LinkedIn either. Me either. God, I, I, that's a tough one. I can't get my head because I don't have a job. And I believe that LinkedIn is a place where people with jobs yeah. hang out. Yeah. I, I started to use it for the elevator company and you, you only have so much time in a day. Yeah, so sure. yeah, <laughs> the yeah. LinkedIn, keeping up with that is kind of low on You've my got enough irons in i the know fire i have too much going on that's for sure well i'm gonna wrap it right there amanda thank you so much thank for coming you. out spending time with us ladies and gentlemen you heard it you I, I don't know about you but i'm pretty much it doesn't take a lot to shut me up and this is pretty much shut me up i don't even know how to end this episode it's kind of kind of crazy tons of value lots of nuggets out there guys and girls if you can't make it happen after listening to these episodes i, I got nothing for you i <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but we're going to go ahead and wrap it there. If you want to take action, reach out to Amanda, say hi. If you're looking for a place to place, you've got some money sitting in your IRA and you want to invest in one of her deals. She's got buy and hold opportunities. She's got flip opportunities. I'm sure she's probably looking for rehab money. Reach out to her. You got the information there. Reach out to her, build a rapport, build relationship. No, she's not going to you know, raise your capital with a Facebook ad. That's not how she rolls, as you know that. But do take the time to reach out to her and you know, give her give value as well. Lastly, we are finishing up the Mailbox Money 101 program. You can learn more about that and get on the waiting list to be notified as soon as we release that. You can go to cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox money 101. That's cashflowguys.com forward slash mailbox money 101. And we'll catch up with you next week. This concludes today's episode. You don't have to wait till the next episode to learn to earn. Head over to cashflowguys.com and contact Tyler and his team for more powerful tips and ideas so you can start generating multiple streams of income and escape the rat race.